first of all, why everybody always intro, yo, it's your boy. You know my boy. Like, niggas listening for the first time don't know you. My fans don't know you. It's your boy, Smooth. Now you got more fans than me, though. Nah, I'm just saying. It's your boy, Smooth. Like, no, nigga, you not my boy. Like, So you got a fan page? Yeah, I got a fan page. Uh, Pull it up, then. Oh, shit. Niggas is hating. I ain't never see nobody claim to be a fan, man. This is crazy out here. Oh, I, ain't got, I ain't got no fans. That's you trying to tell me. That's what I'm telling you, bro. You, you was a hating ass nigga, yo. Man, it is what it is, man. But like, man, we here, man. You already know. We already stated what the podcast oh, is, man. man. Can, can they hear it? Oh shit, they coming out. This is, oh! what, this is what happened when rookies shot a pop bottles in the stadium. Pop the bottles. Start with straight shots and then pop. This nigga. is what happens when rookies shot a pop bottles, man. We had to take a difficulty. I'm going to keep it real with you. Niggas is drinking Bel Air out of paper cups. That's how you know we broke, but we trying to be classy. Like, we, well, we're going to come up, though. 2020, niggas is going to be popping Ace of Spade. I promise you, this podcast is going to take off. I ain't never popping Ace of Spade. You got me all the way fucked. You, even if I had dumb. the money, I ain't popping. You're dumb. Ace of Spades, all that. You know what I mean? Champagne in the air, Cristal, all that. You know what Hove said, man. Keep in mind, we do have a co-host. No, I just want to send a shout-out for your birthday, but you're supposed to be here, but I think she has sent Smooth a text like, yo, fuck y'all, God got me. Know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> going to church. I ain't coming and do no podcast on a Sunday. Like, she ain't, she ain't really want to rock with niggas. She wanted to sing gospel, you know what I'm saying? You already know. Shout-out to the Capricorns, man. You already know, man. I ain't no Capricorn, but I know a lot of Capricorns, you know, so we might get a little Drake, it's your birthday. You might... We was going to play that R. Kelly, but... You already know what's going on. We're not going to get into the R. Kelly happy birthday. We're not going to do that one, you know? Hey, yo. yo they really cancel R. Kelly, man. Let's start there. That's that's a good place to start, yo. Did you see the doc? I definitely seen the doc, man. And it's like, for me... I didn't need to. I didn't need to see the doctor know that R. Kelly was a nasty nigga, man. I already knew what it was, but just seeing it and seeing those women and people around him share those stories, I was just like, yo. But was you still? But you said you knew he. You know, you knew he was a nasty nigga, but was you still bumping his music though? Oh yeah, I definitely. R. Kelly was like that. That one chick that niggas actually like, yo, you still fuck with Shorty, and you be like, nah, I don't fuck with, but you still be fucking with her. I, I fuck with him on a low though. I ain't gonna tell nobody that I'm fucking with him. I listen to him in the house mm, by myself. By myself though. Hypocrisy. You by yourself. So that. Oh yeah, that twelve play definitely. That's the plays. worst time to listen to him by yourself. Now you just sitting in your thoughts with all that nasty shit. You 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 know if you saw the doc, you know how nasty that shit is now. Like if you you want to go down the list of all his songs, yo, it's. It's sexual innuendo and all that shit, but it's all pedophilia, bro. Like, now that you listen to it, seems like you're ready. Your body's calling. <laughs> who your body calling? Who your who body calling at 14? Your body ain't calling. Our body wasn't calling you, Kels. I don't know, man. But but it's crazy, though, because, like, actually, when it, the, the documentary served that purpose honestly well. Like, when they broke down the songs and how he made these songs, like, my mind is telling me no. But my body, if you think about what he's saying, my mind is telling me that I should not be fucking with this young underage girl. But he's still going to do it because he's sexually attracted to her. Bro, him. I'm never listening to You Are Not Alone again. Like, I don't <laughs> even, R. Kelly talking about I believe I could fly. I'm not with none of that shit, bro. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like, happy people don't sound the same to me. Who's happy? Nah, but, but honestly, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, yo, happy people might just be some shit he did according to homophobia. You know what I'm saying? That's what I honestly think of this. So I don't even want to sing the wait, song wait, no wait, more, what though, you bro. What do mean by that? Like, like, I need you to elaborate on that. There might be some... He might have gotten into some past with some younger dudes. I don't know. Like, happy people or some... Like, oh, I don't I, I know, see, man. That's what I'm, that's that. what I'm saying. Like, all I'm saying is now every song has to be in question. Like, 
I can't even sing World's Greatest no more. And I sang that at my eighth grade graduation. Like, I can't even look at the songs Look, no look at the songs he made for kids. Now, he, he was just making songs for kids. Just He was just out here like, yo, I'm going to make this one for the kids. You know, I love the kids. You really love the kids, nigga. Like, shit is nuts, yo. But I, I, I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but I do kind of feel bad for him because he was really surrounded by people who just was secure with their position and just wanted to check out of him. Hold on, bro. I can't even let you say you feel bad for him. Yeah, I don't you, feel... I feel bad for his, you know, for his survivors. They didn't, they, they, they didn't want to classify themselves as victims. I feel bad for the women that had to deal with that, his wife. But then it's like videos. I, I was on Twitter the other day. It's videos on Twitter. Basically, like, um... You know, his wife was in the car last year talking about this hubby. Like, don't don't ever disrespect this hubby. Like, but you you want a documentary a year later talking about, yo, you know what you did to me. You crying. So it's like a lot of contradictions and, you know, in the stories. But I do believe that they did. I, I believe he did that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And some, you got to pay for that shit eventually, bro. Like, your karma's coming, bro. Nah, I'm not saying that I, I he should be absolved of anything that he did. Like, I believe that he should be buried underneath the fucking jail. jail. Like, he need to be locked up for something. Like, he got parking tickets, some shit, child support backed up, some Fam, shit that he got, needs to be doing. They got like. OJ, and it took them 10 years to get OJ. I think they gonna get him, son. Like, they they, they got a lot of time out of OJ off of some trophies. They ain't even got Bill. Like, nah, if Bill got to do time, man, R. Kelly got to do some time, man. For some, he got to do, like, a... a, a a three to five, some like motherfucker, twenty four months lockdown, some shit. He need to do something in there, 24 bro. Twenty four months, that nigga need twenty four years. Yo, he never need to come home. Then his brother in jail, caping for the nigga. <laughs> nah, I like older women. He like younger women. We got preferences. <laughs> you know, teeth having snag a tooth, motherfucker. If you don't shut the fuck up. That was like, wild. That was, was wild. Like, that was definitely a wild I, thing. Nigga, that he my said. preference is dark skinned women with big titties. My preference is is not age relative at all. I would, I listen. My shorty got a baby, and you know what I'm saying. When we get a little hot and whatever, and you know what I mean. You gonna get a little nasty. Like I look over at the baby. If the baby in the room, I'll be like, Nah, I'm good. I'm limp. Like, <laughs> I'm not touching it. Like it's it's not happening. Like like it's it's one thing when you try and be something real quick, and shorty got a kid, and you try and put the kid to sleep. But then when you cross over and you start looking at yourself as a father figure and everything like that, like. Every, yo, everything changes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got a stepdaughter, my nigga. Like, right. I look at that shit a little different. I look at it in a different light. Like, she's going to be 14 one day. I can't fathom me being a man, me being a protector, me being a provider as I get older and just look at that shit like parents okay with a 14, 17, just in a studio with R. Kelly, like, and you not do nothing. How you not catch a case, catch a charge? I'm in jail for murder. R. Kelly's dead. If this happened to Travis, R. Kelly is dead. Don't, don't get it twisted. Nah, honestly, like, I wasn't saying that I felt bad, but I felt bad for his situation that he was in. Like, the situation as far as being a superstar that he was, like, he was a the hottest thing. Like, you know, the he was up there with Michael Jackson's and, and Prince's as far as the R&B level, and his, his mind has twisted him to thinking that he needed to date younger women. And it was like the people around him weren't actually his friends. They were only around him for the check because... Nigga, the dude was like, yeah, I walked in the studio one day, and he had young girls in this room, young girls laying on that bed. I'm like, my nigga, you should have been said something a long time ago to this man, but you just was like, fuck it. Like, this nigga bringing in me $5 million, so I ain't going to say shit. Like, man, And then these listen. niggas come on a, on, a, on a fucking documentary and try to seem like, yeah, I kind of felt bad about forging those papers with Aaliyah. Like, nigga, she was 15, bro. You, like... 
nigga, you deserve to be treated the same way R. Kelly is about to be treated because you're not anywhere near better than what he is if you had anything to do with that at all. I'm a rapper. I've been in a couple studios. I've been I've been in a lot of studios. I've been in enough studios to know if I'm uncomfortable with something, it's one thing if something is preferential and your preference is accepted worldwide. This is something that you knew. Like we we no one respects pedophilia. No one's with that shit. And if you are with that shit, stay far the fuck away from me. But then certain preferences, I'ma speak on even if everybody fuck with that shit. I was in the studio before I walked in the studio. Niggas start doing coke. I was like, nah, this shit. Like, niggas just start doing coke. Like, sniff that shit, try to pass me the vibe. And niggas is doing that shit off they fucking thumb. You know, the thumb and the index finger. Like, yo, you trying, you, you want rock? No, I'm good, bro. Like, I, I barely want to smoke weed. Like, I'm not, I'm going to speak on that. So if I see a nigga in the room with some little girls, yo, my nigga, you bugging, Kells. Like, what's up with you, bro? Like, <laughs> exactly, nigga, bro. if you get these girls out of here, first of all, I'm calling the cops. I might me? just fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up, too, because now you got me. Mm-hmm. Nigga, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> we been in some shit like that, yo. We been in some shit. So I already know how shit going to go down, man. Oh, shit. I know yo. how shit going to go down, yo. man. I already know how shit going down, man. Let me just tell a quick story real quick. So <laughs> I'm doing a video shoot for my, for my single Never Change. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Juan. Juan is a cool dude, good videographer. Um... So it's me, O, Smooth, Trey, and us. Who was, was the one? That was it. It was us four. Somebody yeah, it was Dooley. And Dooley, it's me, O, Smooth, Trey, and Dooley. So Juan is like, yo, I got this abandoned building. You know what I mean, uh, we gonna shoot the video in there. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be good cinematography, good color. You know what I mean? Nobody gonna bother us. So we get there, or whatever. And we looking for parking. Now, off the rip, I see a neighbor across the street eyeing us because we going into a bando. So, you know, white people, they get skeptical. The rip, they get scared when they see black men. So I come in there, you know, I'm video shoot dressed and shit like that. I'm, you know, I got crushed gold down. I'm fly. Shout out to Jack. I go, we go in the bando. We get upstairs and Juan up there setting up the camera on the fourth floor. And it's a little nigga in there skateboarding. A little nigga just whipping that shit. Then there's two girls in there. So, you know, they... They, they look like, in my eyes, they look about 18, you know, 19. So I kind of give Juan to look like, yo, why are you with these little girls? But whatever, that ain't my business. They look of age, and <laughs> I'm coming to shoot a video, you feel me? Right, right, right. So, you know, we all, we getting fly. I'm, I'm, I'm prepping myself for the video. Woo-woo! Cops come through. So obviously the neighbor calls the cops. So now... We on the fourth floor. We like, oh shit, the cops coming, yo! Like, we already got, we already got caught up in some shit with the cops. We not about to do this shit again. Niggas scatter like roaches in a bando. Cops coming in, you know. Now it look crazy, right? So the cops, I guess they go floor to floor. Me and Trey run up to the fifth floor. I don't know where Dooley and Smooth went. I know O never got caught. That is a sneaky motherfucker. This nigga never gets caught. Yo. That nigga is sly, Cooper. Yo, bro. this nigga is this nigga got the gift, yo. Like evading police is on ninety nine percent, bro. When I tell you ninety nine percent, he will never get caught yo, by this, any police this officer. This nigga, yo, I I seen this nigga get out of DWIs before. Like, <laughs> like yo, I ain't drunk. I can prove it right now. <laughs> but make a long story short. So the cops get everybody. When they finally get us all, first thing they do is they cuff me and Trey, and they say, yo, 
They, they, yo, let me see your IDs. They cuffed me and Trey. They bring us downstairs. I'm 27. Trey, 26. They said 26, 27, 27. Juan's 27, too. 26, 27, 27. And y'all in here with 16 and 17-year-olds? Oh, oh, hold up, officer. I don't know them. Them girls with 16? Now, in my defense, I, I, you know, I didn't check, but I should have. And even watching the documentary uh, the past couple nights, it's a lot of people was like, a lot of people were saying, yo, they look 16, 17, but I wasn't saying nothing. I wasn't checking IDs. It's up to us as men to check these IDs. It's up to us because if we got them around us, we need to know who around us. We need to control our environments better. Like, if we if we really we, we really got to hold ourselves accountable for the shit that we do because it's getting to a point now where if you're trying to lead a fulfilling life, you got to be better, bro. So, make a long story short, I, I go to Juan, and I'm like, yo, Juan, you ain't know... You ain't know these girls were 16. Like, why you got these Why you got these little bitches around us? Like, if you knew they with us, this nigga like, I don't know them. What the fuck you mean you don't know them, bro? Like, <laughs> like, I'm mad as hell now. Like, I look at this nigga in front of the cops and everything. Like, yo, I smacked the shit out you, bro. Like, you mean to tell me you, you on the fourth floor with two 16-year-olds and a little skateboard nigga riding around? You got Trey using a skateboard and shit? Like, <laughs> these little bitches asking us for weed. Yo, y'all got to roll up. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? So it just look crazy. Like, the atmosphere is nuts. And we got to hold ourselves accountable for that, bro, because I know that situation. I'm looking at the R. Kelly doc like, yo, y'all niggas knew better. If y'all didn't, if y'all didn't think that they were of age and you put yourself in that situation and you're not going to say nothing to R. Kelly, get the fuck out of there. Because if you stay there, you're accountable. You're just as accountable as him because you're helping him. You're planting a trap. You're planting a seed. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm going to say on that. I mean, with that being said, though, like, would you classify them as like, like toxic friends? Like friends like friends who don't say shit to you when you know you have a problem. Wouldn't you consider those as like toxic bad friends? Like why would you even like consider I, yourself as you an enabler. my friend? You an enabler because if I'm fucking with a young chick and you don't say nothing to me, you with the shits, bro. If same way, like as men, we we get mad at the whole friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you look at your girl, your girl look good, your girl got a couple friends, one of her friends can suck the whole team up. You don't really want your girl around that friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, like, this the company you keep. You you are responsible for the company you keep. So you are an enabler because you sitting there allowing this nigga to do this shit. You're not saying nothing. And you think that that's your way out. Like, this is, yo, this nigga wildin'. No, you wildin', my nigga, for not saying nothing. All of y'all. Everybody in that documentary should be brought up on some type of charges because y'all all knew. And then he came to y'all like, yo, I think Aaliyah pregnant. Uh, you exactly. forge you forging documents for her to get married to him at fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Like you you gone with seventeen year olds to get abortions from this nigga. Like you, what are you doing? Exactly. At, at some point, you got to look at R. Kelly. I will hope that my friends are gonna look at me like, yo, bro, you look crazy. And to keep it on a lower scale, I've had situations where I was wifing a, a hoe, straight up, just a just a straight up. She wild and she sucking and fucking out here. And friends ain't say shit. And I looked at them like, yo, y'all niggas ain't tell me like, you know, y'all niggas ain't tell me she was wildin' out here. Yo, I just ain't want to be the one to tell you that ain't my place. Nah, that ain't real friendship, bro. Pull me to the side. Tell me, yo, you on some bullshit, bro. Get this shit together, my nigga. Like, you wildin'. Tell me off the rip so I know. Give me, give me a heads up. And if you not, get far away from me. Because if you a real friend, you gonna move, remove yourself because at one at some point, if I'm hurting myself, I'm hurting you because you're around it and you can't stomach this shit. 
So. I mean, I mean, the only reason I brought up the toxic friends shit because like I don't really want to talk too much about this R. Kelly document because I still ain't finished watching the shit and the shit the shit is intriguing. Like you get what I'm saying? Like like I said, I already had my mindset on what type of nigga he was, but this is just like shedding new lights on shit that I didn't even know about and want to go about. But the reason I said that is because you know, you know how people are when the new year come, 2018. I'm changing my friends. 2019, I'm cutting these bitches off. La, la, la. New friends, new circle. Y'all bitches ain't shit. New I'm year, moving new on. Me. Yeah, oh yeah, we definitely got to dead that narrative, yeah. bro. That, that new year, new me shit, that shit has to be dead. Because I seen motherfuckers say that shit from 2016, 2017, 2018. Nigga, you the same motherfucker from yeah. all those yeah. years. It's been your year for the past five years. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. 2016 broke me. 2017, such and such me. 2018 changed me. 2019 is my year. Shut hey, the fuck hey, up. Hey, Cowboys fans, it been y'all. Yeah, since 1993. Like, it's not your year, my nigga. Like, let it go. Like, yo, this our year. We gonna win the division. We gonna... Yo, my nigga. Yo, it's not your year. Hey, Tanisha! It's not your year. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But, like, yo, everybody always want to wait till the new year to be like, oh, yeah, I'm changing this about me. Like, why? I don't understand why people try to wait till a whole year to try to change some shit about themselves. Like, if you want to change the person you are, you should change off rip. Like, like for me, like, I'm not one of those people like, oh yeah, I'm a, it's it's August, it's August 30th. Nigga, 2019, nigga, I'm changing. Like, nigga, I'ma wait four months of doing the same bullshit before I decide to change on him. No, you nah, just change nigga, that just shit. Change. Yeah. Like, just change. Like, I don't gonna, understand people with that shit. Nigga, start yeah. in summertime. <laughs> 2019, I ain't eating no more pork, nigga. Start now, nigga. Stop eating the <laughs> pork now. That shit healthy, my nigga. Like, you trying to quit now. Like, like you I'm... trying to get all your last pork meals in. Like, no, nigga, just quit. Like, it's easy. Like, but... know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. Like, it's a lot of narratives that'll be killed. That New Year, New Me shit, gotta die, man. That yeah. shit has to fucking go. Because no one never really changes how they think that they change. Like, they really, you might change your hairstyle. You might change. You might change a friend or two. You might not hit a nigga up every once in a while, but you ain't really changing. You the same old nigga that was lying. Same <laughs> same bitch still throwing all the filters on her pics. Same same chick that's still wearing each other clothes. Still like, doing that extra shit. Still you doing that man. same old bullshit. Like, man, stop it, yo. That narrative has to die. Like that new year, new me shit has to die in two thousand. Yeah. Now, 2000, I ain't gonna say 2019, 2000 now, change that shit right now. I'm gonna yeah. tell.